0: Hey, this is Sharon Trivatsa. Welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes on a very tactical journey of the number one question that I get asked in almost every podcast, every interview, every uh, one-on-one conversation with the the CEOs I mentor or the big real estate agents that we advise is, hey, Sharon, like I want to scale my business. What do I do? What is the formula for scale? And having had a chance to do this both in organizations, in businesses, in nonprofits, in Facebook groups, in social media platforms, there is a formula for scale. And I there's a three-step formula for scale. And I break it down step-by-step step for you, all starting right now. One thing is for certain this is the anti-sponsor. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Assistantly, one of the fastest growing virtual assistant, virtual staffing companies in the world. I currently have um, close to 11 team members virtually on Sharon Brand alone, who help me with various things that I do on my brand. And uh, Assistantly has been an amazing resource in helping place all of them and make this come to life for me. And I say this, this is the anti-sponsor because they don't... They're not sponsoring this episode. They don't get any kickbacks and they don't even know that I'm doing this. I love what they are doing so much that I wanted to share them with you. So if you are in the market to, uh, especially in a market like today, where you want to get great leverage by hiring great people in different time zones and different parts of the, con- of the world to help your life and help your business, I would highly consider uh, Assistantly. Go to assistantly.com. Over the years, the CEO of assistantly late Masarway, has become a good friend of mine and has been a great advisor to help me figure out how to actually utilize virtual assistants and virtual services to help build and grow my brand and my business and my operations overall. And he doesn't even know I'm doing this because I love the company so much and I love what they do so much. I thought I would share it with you. So if you're interested, go to assistantly.com and I'm sure they'll take great care of you. All right, let's jump into this episode. I've been waiting to share this and... um one of the questions that I get asked on podcasts or interviews all the time is, hey, Sharon, you've had a chance to grow a bunch of companies and initiatives. What is the, quote, secret or the formula for scale? What is the secret or the formula for growth? And I've never had a chance to break it down in detail for you. And I would love to give you a framework, which is the one that I use as a clear diagnostic on how you can actually evaluate your life and your business. Something that you want to build, grow, and scale. I think this would be super, super helpful for so let me break down each of the pieces for you and operationalize them so you don't ever think that oh yeah he gave me a framework and that didn't really make sense so there's three pieces to the 10x puzzle and here's what they are number one is singularity of focus number two is cadence of accountability and number three is good process drives good results or if you tighten it up systems drive success that's what that is so number one singularity of focus number two cadence of accountability number three systems drive success right? And all of those, yeah, yeah, Sharon, that feels good. I understand that. But what exactly is this? So let me give you the the big picture around this. Um, I had never had a chance to formalize this framework for myself in any way. And uh, over the last kind of five, 10 years, we've been investing in companies, uh, mentoring entrepreneurs, and running our own businesses. One of the last companies that we built and grew, we grew a real estate based business in Southern California, 10X in five years, Three point four billion dollars in sales. It was acquired by Douglas Elliman, a publicly traded company out of New York. It was a good exit for all of us, and everyone benefited well from it. But after we sold the business, I actually sat down and I wrote down all my learnings from the you know five to seven years of growing the business, and I really was able to look back and think about this formula for scale, and that's how I came up with these three things: Singularity to focus, cadence, accountability, and systems drive success and I'm gonna break down for you what each of these mean in the context of TELUS, so you could see that and maybe apply that to your own life. The reason I'm sharing this with you is that I want you to maybe consider this very quickly. How does this, if you took these three things and overlaid those on your life and on your business, which of these need an area of an upgrade? Which of these need some work? Which of these need a way to do better? Take, consider that, and just tweaking some of that will give you an insane formula to build, grow, and scale much more rapidly than before. Otherwise, we'll get stuck in the nuances of the day-to-day and never actually remember or get be clear about what we need to do next, all right? So let's actually dive right into it, and I'll give you the first part, which is singularity of focus. Um, it took us a while to come up with the singularity of focus for TELUS, and I will tell you two stories that were very, very helpful. Story number one. Um, when I originally took over the business, I was running numbers on the business and uh, the business had done roughly 300 million-ish in sales, which is fairly high and I totally get it. And while I was running the model for the business, I I think I suddenly hit put an accidental zero. <laughs> and a Totally accidental zero. I picked the 300 million, I put an accidental extra zero, so I made it 3 billion. Well, based on that, the entire model, my Excel sheet changed, right? Of course, it, that would make sense. And it changed and everything started to look significantly better. The profit and loss started to look significantly better. The margins started to look better. The take home pay for the partner started to look better. The growth of the business started to look better. And I was like, wait a minute, how did this happen? And then when I looked at it, I realized it oh, was an extra zero. And what it did for me was I would have never intentionally put an extra zero there. Now. A lot of times coaches and consultants will, you sit in a seminar and be like, oh, what is your goal? And then they say, add an extra zero to it. The problem with that, the problem with doing that in isolation, just adding an extra zero to it, does not bring the idea to life in any way. What it does when you do it on a spreadsheet or do it in a model, when you do it, you can see what happens when you do that. Most people can't add an extra zero, not because it's not a good thought exercise. It's a good enough thought exercise. But what it does, if if my goal was $100,000, for the next 12 months, and you said, Sean add another zero to it, and I added another zero, now it was a million. It, it gets unreachable, because I don't feel a connection to that number, because I've already set a goal that I it's probably hard for me to reach. I'm thinking about that, right? So the goal here is to not just add another zero blatantly, not just add another zero in isolation. Like when a, when somebody on stage sits and watches this and says, add another zero, like it's a very uh, uh, unthoughtful exercise because you don't have the ability to see that zero come to life. And what I saw in this spreadsheet was that zero, extra zero come to life. And so the only way you should actually add another zero to your goals is if you can actually see the downstream effects of what adding an extra zero does. Otherwise it'll only cause you more stress and more pain, more confusion and more detachment from what you want to actually accept and achieve. That's the problem. So as I was doing this, I saw that I was like, wow, this is amazing. If we actually hit 3 billion and it would, it would change our lives forever. And so that became the big mantra and I was like, and I started talking about 10X in five years. So I said, not only do we have to do the 10X from 300 million to 3 billion, we have to do it in five years because most economy cycles run in seven year cycles. We probably need one to two years to sell the business. We're just gone through the great financial crisis. So I was like, all right, if we can do this in five years, we'll have a couple years to actually, you know, maybe think about options for the business. It'll be good for us. So that was the 10X in five years. And that was the singularity of focus. So now everything that we did, we looked at from the lens of does this allow us to get to 10x in five years? My team would say, does this allow us to get to 10x in five years? Sharon, you're going to Colorado. Does this allow us to get to 10X in five years? Sharon, you want to start this other other initiative. Does this allow us to get 10x in five years? Sharon, you cut the special deal to for XYZ company. Does this allow us to get 10X in five years. And I think that having a singularity of focus, or a lot of people think is just a mantra or a brand statement. What they don't realize is that you want to have it as a diagnostic. You want to have it as a diagnostic. And what I mean by that, it's a filter. When people, when you tell yourself that statement, like a 10X in five years, you get to see how it, whether it benefits you or doesn't benefit you. You get to see whether the activities that you're doing are either good for you or not good for you. Just having the singularity of focus in your head is not good enough. Just having it as a cool brand statement is not good enough. What it needs to do is it needs to act as a diagnostic, as a filter so that when you look at your calendar, when you look at your activities, when you look at the things that you're committing to, you realize pretty quickly whether what you're doing is actually going to help you get there or not. The diagnostic component of the singularity of focus is the most important component overall. I'll give you a second thing around it. The second thing around it was how do you operationalize the singularity of focus? And we were a real estate company that built that were building real estate offices, traditional real estate offices in Southern California. So, the the goal, uh, you know, that the goal I came up with was I said, "Hey, we want to go from Carmel in the north to Coronado in the south." If you don't know where Coronado is, it's a small little island off the coast of San Diego. So, Carmel to Coronado and all these luxury markets. And so, the little saying that I had was, you know, we dominate from Carmel to Coronado. And uh, I I will remember this vividly. We had opportunities in Miami. We had opportunities in Texas. We had opportunities in Vegas. We had opportunities um, in in, uh, Aspen. We had opportunities in a lot of different places. And the diagnostic of saying Carmel to Coronado, Carmel to Coronado kept us in line because what it allowed us to do was to say, hey, what we're looking at is a distraction and The ability to stay on task and on target is dominating from Carmel to Coronado. That was a good singularity of focus. The more we get language that allows us to be a diagnostic, helps us tremendously because we can now understand whether what we're doing is a good thing or not. That is the singularity of focus. The sooner we can get to singularity of focus, the better, because we'll tell you this, to do great things, we must do fewer things. Say it again, to do great things, we must do fewer things. Very few people, especially early on in their careers, can do a lot of things and be really good at them mastery is not given to the distracted right distraction does not help and for a lot of people to build something great the pain and uh the the thief of that success is not in your ability to have a great vision is not in your ability to have the resources is not in your ability to execute it is in your ability to quickly understand what the distractions are and minimize them that minimization and muting of distractions is the is the fundamental thing we do because distractions are the biggest drag on success creation. That is what's really, really important. All right. So that's number one, singularity of focus. So the question I would ask yourself is, do what is your singularity of focus right now? I'm not asking you for your big why. Oh, well, my children are my why. And I'm like, yeah, your children are your why. I get it. But what is the singularity of focus? Is it like, you want to spend four hours with your kids every single day and everything in your life revolves outside of that? Cool. That's a great singularity of focus because now you know from a diagnostic ability, if you're not spending the four hours with your children, you're actually underperforming. That is a really, really positive thing, right? That is good. So that is the singularity of focus. All right, here's number two, cadence of accountability. Cadence of accountability. It's not, people talk about consistency. There's a big difference between consistency and cadence. Consistency is doing uh, doing things on a consistent schedule, doing the things on a regular schedule. Cadence is doing the right things on the right schedule, right? Cadence is a very good um, uh, you know, de- derivative of a word from the music business, right? Like music, it's like the cadence of uh the notes. You, you you can have good cadence of you can't have good cadence of notes without playing the right notes at the right time. So. Cadence is making sure you do the right things at the right time and doing it consistently. So I'm a bigger fan of cadence over consistency because semantics matter. The words we use matter because the limits of our language are the limits of our world, right? And I'll give you an example of cadence. When we were running uh, TELUS, which was our real estate business, which we uh, grew 10x in five years uh, to $3.4 and sold it to Douglas Sullivan, we were in the business of recruiting great salespeople. And so I spent a lot of my time in the recruiting component of it. So I did, uh, we used to do these daily sales huddles, daily, not weekly, not monthly, daily, daily sales huddle. So we had about about a a, a low point, maybe five or six sales managers recruiting uh, great talent salespeople. And then we had at the high point, maybe nine, 10, 11 sales managers recruiting great salespeople. Why am I telling you this? Because every single day we got on a call And the call was our check-in call for um, uh, attraction recruiting, right? Growing growth call. And the growth call was very, very simple. Every single person would go in order and would say, how many appointments did I have yesterday? How many appointments am I committed to doing today? And then we would say, are you stuck in some way? But those two things. So we would, so everyone would say, um, then everyone would just report numbers. So they'd say, two, one, one, zero, three, two zero 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 one seven five three four what they're telling you is seven five means they had seven appointments yesterday and five appointments committed to today think about that for a second right we all know that uh, when you want to get great people on board or you want to sell something appointments are important we were in the appointments game and our goal was to have more appointments to convert more sales if we did not have appointments we did were not able to actually hit our goals so we started tracking the leading indicator of it which was appointments so we, what we did, where we just had people report on the appointment. Now, think about this for a second. Were there times where people said zero, zero? Yes. People were like, I had zero appointments yesterday and I have zero appointments today. But do you think when they came back the next day, they said zero, zero again? Absolutely not. Because their power of the cadence of accountability, not just the cadence, the cadence of accountability was that they were like, wait a minute, we have a lot of other high performers here and if I come back with the zero, zero, I I am I look dumb. I can't do this. So anytime someone said zero, zero, that was the beginning of the massive curve of growth that they saw because the cadence of accountability kicked in, right? The cadence of account- accountability is really, really powerful. So if you can find some kind of cadence of accountability, it would be super helpful. And let me tell you what I mean by that. There's a great quote that says, What what is measured improves. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's half, only half true. Let me give you the full truth. What is measured improves, but what is measured and reported improves exponentially. Say it again. What is measured improves, but what is measured and reported improves exponentially. So our job, which is the cadence of accountability, cadence is just what is measured, but the cadence of accountability is what is measured and impro- uh, and reported. So you want a way to soft report numbers. You want a way to soft expose your cadence because when you soft expose your cadence, you know that you're doing the right things at the right time in the right order. And it's really, really powerful, right? That's the cool part here. So the cadence of accountability is number two. My question for you now is what is something that you know that you can do in your life or in your business? Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to uh, have better flexibility. Maybe you want to, uh, have better relationship with your partner or spouse. Maybe you want to have a better relationship with your children. Maybe you want to, um, you know, get more sales, grow your income, whatever the case may be. What does that involve from a cadence perspective, second? What is the leading indicator for that? Is it you showing up on more date nights? Is it you showing up to make more sales calls? Is it you showing up to write more blog posts? What is that? Because the cadence of accountability will give you insane, insane success. So that's number two, the cadence of accountability. And here's number three, uh, systems drive success, or good process drives good results, right? So good process and good process alone drives good results. Uh, what a lot of us do is, especially if we're in the sales business, we just say, oh, I'm really good. I'm good with people. I have great charisma. I can just go sell it. But if you're a real estate agent, by the way, and you say, oh, I can just go sell stuff, and you maybe you go get a listing. Well, how, how do you manage it? The process is what our clients hire us for. Almost everything that we do, people hire us for three things. Our advice, our perspective, and our process. I'll say it again. Our advice, our perspective, and our process. The reason we hire an attorney is for advice and perspective. Once we get the advice and perspective, they use their process to actually get us the um, the documents. Why do we hire a CPA for advice and perspective? They say, hey, don't do this, do that. Don't do this, do that. And then the process of filing the tax return, right? Why do we hire a personal trainer? Advice, perspective, and process. Hey, they give us advice on what to eat. They give us perspective on what not to do. And they give us process on what to actually do and what not to do. Our job, what, why we get hired, especially in services, right? If you're in a professional services in any way, you get hired for those three reasons, advice, perspective, and process. So in any time that you communicate your value, you should be talking about how you can provide better advice, how your perspective is better than everyone else's perspective, and how your process will trounce, trump everyone else's process. Advice, perspective, and process are really, really powerful. So having a system to actually drive that success is really, really important. I'll give you a quick example from our telestase. One of the things that we used to do was because of our just extremely uh, uh, breakneck Growth. We were onboarding a lot of people joining the company. And one of the things that I was realizing was everybody was being onboarded differently. And so we said, wait a minute, if we are working so hard on the sales process and the recruiting process to great sale, great salespeople on board, we need to all onboard them well and give them great onboarding and training. So we act here's what we did. What was the good process? A good process is our system, our systems drive success. A system is where once you put the system in place, it actually becomes an asset in your business. You leave a system behind. My my advisor and mentor, Michael Shergold says, if something is worth doing more than once, you build a system for it, all right? If something is worth doing more than once, you build a system for it. So what we did is we actually put a lot of effort around building a great onboarding process. We, we had an onboarding coordinator, uh, his or her job was to drive a great checklist-based onboarding process that was not just built on getting things done, but was built on delighting and dominating and making sure we got these people ready to really crush it. Because getting that system in place became an asset for us. That way, if that person left, I could put a new person in and they could run onboarding again. If the more people happen, I could throw more people at the process because there was a great system in place and I never had to worry about the quality of the process. And here's the problem. Most times in most things that we do, we promise the dream and we service the nightmare. I'll say it again. We promise the dream and we service the nightmare. If you're a real estate agent, you promise the dream saying you'll do X, you'll do Y, you'll do Z, you'll do A, you'll do B, you'll do C. And then why do our clients get mad at us? Because we don't deliver. Not because you're not a, ba- you're a bad person, Is because when you got busy, you got three other listings, you got two other buyers, you got busy, you went on vacation and the process broke down because you didn't have one that was really buttoned up. And if it did, it worked great. Systems drive success. So the one question I will ask you right now is how do you prevent the idea of promising the dream and servicing the nightmare? How do you prevent that from happening? And the way you do that is with the system. So what is one system that you can build in your life or in your business that can change your life dramatically? What is one system that you can do? Like, for example, you can say, you know what, Sharon, if I could just get a system where I could just get all my content on pick a a platform, Instagram automated. And I have a system for it and I could just film once a month and this everything would just happen on its own. It would be great. That's a great system. Now you've intentionally said that's a great system that you can have in place that, to automate your marketing. Maybe you hire a copywriter or um, or a virtual assistant from Assistantly to write your emails using ChatGPT. And they write the emails, they prove them, they send them to you, you approve them and they send a scheduler to go out. You can do all of that in for the project that you've had. You can bring it from idea to execution so quickly because you have a system in mind. You don't have to create the system. You just have to believe and know that having it is going to drive success. Because rule number three in the in the in the in the scale formula, is systems drive success. All right. So uh, if any of this is interesting to you, especially uh, by the way, if you're a real estate agent, uh, I talk a lot about this in uh, my in in some of my top trainings. It's called uh, the Top Agent Power Pack. I used to sell it for a lot of money. Now I don't uh, because I have nothing to sell you. And uh, the good part is that I have nothing to sell you. I have nothing to sell you right now. I'm sure I'll find something to sell you later. But I have nothing to sell you right now. And if you're a real estate agent anywhere in the world, you can go to topagentpowerpack.com. I've packaged up my seven most valuable trainings. And since I joined my role at Real, uh, as a president of Real, I decided to give all my trainings away for free. So you can go to topagentpowerpack.com if you're in the real estate business and download my training totally for free. That's topagentpowerpack.com. All right. So let's do it. 20-second recap. Number one, how do you get, what is the formula for scale? Um, Most important thing is singularity of focus. The idea for the singularity of focus is to have the mantra act as a diagnostic to keep you on track, because if you don't have a way to stay on track, you don't know that you're staying focused. That's number one, singularity of focus. Number two, cadence of accountability, not consistency, cadence of accountability. When you, what you measure improves, but what you measure and report improves exponentially. What is a leading activity that you can do that will drive your success? What is that? Can you operationalize that? Can you report on that? Can you just track that on a day-to-day basis, week-to-week basis? Can you do that? If you did that, you have a cadence of accountability where you know that you're guaranteed going to get those results because if you had the right leading indicator, you're going to win. And number three, systems drive success or good process drives good results. What is one system that you need, you desperately need to install in your life, which will guarantee that will make your delivery of whatever you're offering better? What is that one system you need? If you know that one thing, you can go about trying to figure out how to build it. You can go about talking to people and saying, you can borrow it, you can model someone else on it. But what is that system? Let's not try to run our lives with charisma anymore. Let's try to do better than that because systems drive success. So number one, singularity of focus. Number two, cadence of accountability. And number three, systems drive success. Here's what I love. if you are listening to this and this was enjoyable to you, uh, I'd love for you to send this to your team. But most importantly, since you're listening to this, can you just take a quick screenshot? Take a quick screenshot either from your phone or if you're listening on a computer, just take a you know take a picture. And can you just post it anywhere and just tag me? I'll that way at least I'll know that this is interesting to you. I the only way I know whether a piece of content that I make for you is interesting is if I get some feedback from you. And the podcast medium does not allow for comments and feedback very easily. So all I ask is that you take a quick screenshot and you tag me. And if you want to say something, that's great. But the more tags I get, the more notes I get, the more I'll know that this is the stuff you like and I can make more of this for you in the future because that's my goal to give you stuff that you like. So if you like this, take a screenshot, just tag me. It'll take you 10 seconds and it'll help me realize what uh, and know what I can make for you in the future. I hope you liked the formula for scale. is uh, singularity of focus, cadence of accountability and good process alone drives good results. I appreciate you and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap. $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10k wisdom. It's raw. It's real. It's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So, For the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com, I'll see you there.